Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. Summer running had me so fast. We're talking about summer running today. We have both tried this. We, I don't want to say enjoy. We tolerate, we do, we participate in. We dislike deeply, but continue to do every summer. When it gets nice out, I like the wind in my hair. And that, I mean, nothing really. Uh, we do, we do run a bit more in the summer, just a different style of conditioning. We're not running marathons by any means. I was talking with clients the other day, five K's are my max. That's it. But we want to talk about if that's your thing, if you are somebody like us, how do you get into that? How do you do it without hurting yourself? How do you do it without hating your life? And how to enjoy summer and enjoy that aspect of outdoors in this, if you're in Minnesota, this short, short, short season. Yeah. Um, we definitely are not runners. That is not our sport. It's not what we like to do. That is known by now. Um, but like you said, in the summertime, we run a little bit more. I like that I can get outside, right? Enjoy some of the nice weather that we get for a very blipping time. Um, and it is just a little change up and it's a, I want to say it's a quick workout now depends on how long it takes to run, but (laughs) it is a quicker workout compared to the two to three hours that I'm in the gym for powerlifting. Right. So if, if I just need to quickly get something in, that's what I'll do. Yeah. I mean, I participate in some type of some type of cardio throughout the year, you know, 40 ish minutes, a couple times a week of, you know, an elliptical, like a brisk walk, brisk, maybe a bike ride, but running is, is a nice way to, you know, it's, I mean, get outdoors and do it. And mm-hmm. instead of looking at a treadmill or I do read books while I do these things, but you know, it's nice to be outside and enjoy it go with the dogs. It wears them out a little bit more, but let's get into this. We kind of have seven tips for what to do if summer running is your thing. First, start with less than what you think you can do. Like a lot less, a lot, a lot less, a lot, lot less, a lot, lot. Um, Jordan, a couple months ago now, uh, called me or texted me and said that she ran her first mile of the year she was so disappointed in her time. <laughs> she told me her time and I was like, that's my goal. That's my mile goal to get. That's what I want to get to. Um, so I ran a mile. There was still ice and snow on the ground. So I'm going to blame that a little bit on it. I uh, should have done less. Like I should have started less. Did I run the mile? Yes. Was I miserable? 1000%. At some point it became not fun anymore. Um, so last summer when we were training, I mean, I was running a 5k. So what's a mile? Well, I haven't ran since really then. 
Um, so definitely start with less. I find this all the time with clients. I have a lot of clients who do the same thing as, as we do. They, they hop back into this in the summer and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I I ran a 5k last summer. Let's get back to it. Or I have a 5k on the agenda for this upcoming summer. Let's start with that. And I did one last summer and then they come back to like, Oh, my shins hurt. My, my hips hurt. I'm so tired. It was so hard. I was miserable. You again, it's been since what September, maybe that you ran a 5k the last time a lot can happen. That's October, November, December, January, February, March, April. We're recording this at the beginning of May. This eight months, eight months of not running. So a lot can happen in that time. If you think about how difficult it is when you take two weeks off at the gym and you come back, that is significant changes. You know, it's, you got to start with way, way, way less than you think because you pick it up quickly. Mm-hmm. Just like and in I, the gym. I mean, it all comes back really quick. It does. It does come back really quickly since, since then I have run a couple of times um, and it's not as terrible. It's never really enjoyable, but um, I think it's hard with running because I, I know for at least me, as much as I don't like to do it, you just have to keep moving your feet. Right. So it's not like with lifting, I'm thinking this weight can crush me with running. Nothing's going to kill me unless my heart automatically stops, but like that shouldn't happen. I'm a pretty healthy human. So you just keep moving your feet, move your legs. It's not. So I overestimate what I can do. Yeah. And it's, there's, a lot less factors to consider. Like you said, there's, you know, it's really easy to just kind of go guns blazing and be like, all right, I'm just going to, we have really hard time pacing ourselves. <laughs> I mean, everyone I think does. If you look at like, all right, diet starts on Monday. I'm giving up all sugars, all alcohol, all carbs. I'm just going to drink water like that. We have difficulty pacing ourselves into things. Mm-hmm. Running is no exception. I have a very difficult ability to pace myself. It's like, all right, here we go. Sprint, sprint, sprint. I mean, I started when I did my mile a couple months ago, like first day, it's like, I started with my normal, like seven minute mile time. And then it was like death. I'm dying. We had a lot of struggles getting out the door. We had a lot of struggles with our our headgear situation going on. It was cold. It was very cold. was. My hood was blown off. I did not like that. I, I poorly planned finger situation did not have mittens. Um, yeah, my fingers were freezing. It is not great. So there was maybe a 10 degree difference from the first time I ran and the last time I ran. And the first time I ran, I was in like a long sleeve and then a sweatshirt hat because it was cold out. There's snow and ice on the ground. The last time I ran, you t- made a comment about how could I have ran in a, just a long sleeve t-shirt and I was sweating. Yeah. What is the difference in Minnesota? Once the sun comes out, a 10 degree difference is like a 30 degree difference. I was telling somebody this today, only in Minnesota, could you have it, temperatures in the thirties one week and in eighties next week? Yeah. Like this is, this is our state. All right. Number two, 
progress slower than you think. Take it slow. Like if you started with a half mile or run for, you know, two minutes, don't think that means jump up to 10 minutes or two miles the next day. Like take it very, very slow. It's just like, if I want to, if I want to deadlift 300 pounds and I haven't done it in eight months, I'm not just going to load the bar right up to 300 pounds. Right. I'm going to take that progression slowly and I'm not going to jump into it in week two. I'm going to allow my body to kind of reacclimate to what it's doing. It's still, it's still recovering quite honestly from your first session. It takes a while for things to adjust. It's easy because you may not feel as sore as when you go back to the gym to be like, oh, I got this. No problem. But think of like your first leg day back in a long time, or as we're currently suffering our first use of the ab wheel in a year. They felt great when I was doing them. I did four sets of 15. My tummy didn't feel too great the next day or the next day or the next or the next, right? Should have scaled it back. Should have probably maybe at like in this coming week, add a rep or two. Same goes for running. Add quote unquote reps, small little reps for progress. I, the very first time I tried to do a 5k, I did the couch to 5k. Everybody has heard of this. Um, I do like how they progress you. You're not just right off running, right? You run for like three minutes, walk for two minutes, run for whatever it is. I like, yeah, I like how they do that because it does progress you. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I don't do that anymore. Now I just try to see how terrible my mile is at the beginning of the summer and then work from there. Like I get a baseline, right? But I think about it, like, I'm not going to go into the gym and max out every single day. So I'm not going to max my run out every time I want to run. Yeah. I get my baseline and I try to work from there. Sometimes I go for just a long, like speed walk. Mm-hmm. like a three mile speed walk. So I get that distance in, but I'm not dying. Right. Yeah. And then you go to a run and then you do a little bit more walking and then you can walk around for a little bit longer until you get to where you want to be. Yeah. It's, you got to take this progression slow. You got to take this return to training slow because you're only going to get hurt, which isn't going to encourage you to do it more, which takes you out of being able to do it. And that makes for a really long, painful summer. Yeah. Step number three. Right. Plan for a warm up. This is one of the hardest things to do because, again, it goes back to there are so many less factors when it comes to running. You just think, walk out the door, start your run. We forget to plan for a warm up. I know, like, I had to remind myself before I did mine, like, okay, you do, like, it is warm inside the house. It is cold outside. You haven't done this in a long time. You need to get outside, walk around, warm up for a little bit, acclimate to the temperature, yeah. allow your muscles to move and then go for it. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part. I'm definitely like, because I don't want to do it so bad. <laughs> I once I get it in my head that I'm going to do it. The last time I did it, I was like, I just need to get home, get my shoes on and get out the door so I can do it. Because I was thinking 
I will, I will talk myself out of this 99% of the time if I give myself enough time to. Yep. So I either need to text Jordan and let her know I'm going to go for a run today. So now I know that she's going to hold me accountable and she's going to want to know how it went. So I have to do it. Or I need to get home, get my shoes on and get out the door. Once I'm in the running outfit, I've gone through the time of like, if I'm in jeans and I need to change into running shorts or pants or whatever and got my shoes on, I already went through the um, time to do that. I'll go for the run. I mean, it's like putting on knee sleeves. If you put those babies on, you are definitely squatting. You have to. You just did all that work for nothing. So you got to do it. Um, so the warm up part is difficult for me to like, remember when it's cold out, it's a little bit easier. Cause I'm like, okay, it's cold. My body just wants to get super tight and close to each other. So walk around the block, then start it. But I remembered that you need to warm up when I'm done and I'm sore. Which brings us to point number four, plan for a recovery. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is very easy to just, okay, I made it back to my, my start point, my car, my home, my workplace, my gym, wherever you, wherever you're running, you finished to just be like, all right, I'm done. And like, start changing your clothes, sit down, do nothing like your muscles, like it just, the blood just sits there and it pools. And that's what, that's what makes you real sore. Yeah. I luckily have two dogs that hate running, right? So I will go for my run and then I come back home and there's like a small loop that I take them on. It's probably a mile long. So I come back home, get them on the leash. And then we go for that mile walk. You want to so, one of your dogs mm-hmm. to go for a run. Yeah. Here's the thing. Zoe can outrun my mile a thousand times before I get my mile done. Yeah. So no, I'll take Zaya as long as she doesn't scream and yell the entire time. So it's like motivation. Zaya's motivation to get it done faster because you got the, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Uh, she's currently in a phase right now where the grass is growing along the sidewalk and it's not nobody's weed whacked or mowed or anything because it might snow tomorrow. Nobody knows. Correct. She runs with her mouth open along the sidewalk and grabs as much grass as she can. (laughs) Not kidding. I'm not kidding. She is like, and then she'll like drag behind because like, she got a bunch, so she's trying to like rip it all and like get it all into her mouth. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. I mean, you will get a good laugh. Your abs will also get some work while you run because you're laughing so hard at my ridiculous dog. So if we go on a run together to even us out, I have to take Zoe and you have to take Saya. Seriously, balance. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know if I've actually gone for a run with Zaya. I have not with Taco just because he's so little. I don't think he, I don't think his little body could go very far. He's got little legs. Boomer can do a mile. That's it. And then he's like, (laughs) I'm done. Mom, 
Zoe and I have been for a 1.6 mile walk today. We've played fetch for 30 minutes, her and I. She played fetch for another 30 minutes with Brian, and she's still ready to go. She has so much energy. I wish I could bottle it up and take it. I know. That's why she's my dog. Um, the next one, Boomer loves after his <laughs> dreadful, dreadful mile walk. Hydrate. Yes. It's 30 degrees outside and Boomer will go in and drink water like it's the Sahara Desert. Um, but seriously, hydrate. It helps with that muscle cramping. Also, water is just really good for you. So. It helps recovery too. And I, it, it really can help the repair process. That's, that's the big thing is like you, the, the recovery piece is so important because it flushes things in and out of your muscles, fresh blood in old blood out kind of pushes things along. Water also does that. It's having that hydration status as well as like, I think of like our first day when we ran and it was chile. We, we sweat, but we don't sweat that much. And we don't realize how much we actually do burn and sweat because it still is cold out. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't sweat that much, you still need to replace some water lost. You still need to hydrate to take care of that. Yeah. I, especially in the summertime after a run, like so thirsty so thirsty. I drink so much water after a run. And it's just that little cue that my body is like, Hey, you need to, you just were sweating like crazy. Replenish. You were just a sweaty pig. Come on. Um, eat enough. A lot of people use running as a weight loss tool and they also slash their calories. If you add activity. I'm not, this is not a general statement. And and this is when I get often, I started working out. Should I be eating more calories? Yes and no. Like it, it honestly depends on how many calories you're eating, but if you're like, I'm going to bump my activity and I'm going to slash my calories. That's not the solution. Be sure that you're eating enough for whatever your goal is. If your goal is to just maintain, get outside, enjoy some fresh air again, then continue eating the same amount, possibly more. If your goal is to lose weight, then we got to put you in the appropriate deficit. Otherwise you're going to do all this work for no, no reward. Right. And it, like you said, it depends on what you were eating before. If you were eating 1200 calories before, and now you're going to add all of this cardio in, like, let's not slash your calories anymore. You're not going to be able to sustain that extra activity. Exactly. Burnout. Um, I, I think it's just, it is the seasonal cycle that you and I see a lot. It is summertime. People are going to go running. Everybody thinks, Ooh, running is the best way to lose weight and the fastest way to lose weight. Look, does it help you? Absolutely. Extra cardio, whatever, but it's not the best way. It's not the fastest way, but it's the fun thing to do in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then they want to cut out calories because they want their summer body. Here's the reality. If you want your summer body, you should have started that back in, in February or March. Yeah. In all honesty, you should have been in a, in a maintenance type diet from January to February should have started your deficit in March, but here we are last minute. Oh, I have to be in a swimsuit. I have to wear a 
tank top. I have a wedding that I'm in and now it's a panic. Yeah. Um, if you do a diet correctly and you're starting right now, you will have your summer body by September. Yeah. Oopsie. And then you're off track. All right. One of the most important ones, invest in quality shoes. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. And here's the thing. Do not ask your running friend what shoes they run in. Everybody needs different running shoes because your feet are different. Your stride is different. I know. I mean, for me, I went through like an assessment to pick out the right shoes for me. A lot of running shoe stores will do an assessment for you. But if you go to, I mean, this is not a knock on like famous footwear footlocker. That's just some like teenage kid who's working a job. If you go to specific running stores, they're going to help you pick out your shoes. I did it. I ended up, I bought two pairs of the same shoes, kind of on accident, kept it because I liked them so much that I'm like, when I'm ready to swap them out and have a new pair, I still have a really good set of shoes that works for my feet. Yep. It's, I have a friend that has done more marathons in his life than I can ever count. and fathom. Um, but when I was starting to run way back when, um, he gave me this advice to not find shoes that other people wear. He said, when he started these like Nike shoes were the hottest thing and everybody had them and he tried them and he, it hurt his feet so bad because he has different feet. And he went to one of those stores and they do a stride test. They have you run on a treadmill for a little bit or whatever they do. And they figure out what works for you. That being said, if you don't have a store like that around you, if you don't have the ability to get to one, don't have a super flat shoe. Yeah. A running shoe does have cushion. It needs to absorb that shock. Um, and you know, make sure they fit your feet. Yes. By the appropriate size. Yeah. I know that I have super wide feet. Like I cannot wear narrow shoes. It doesn't work. Um, Yeah. Well, if you enjoy running in the summer, you want to get outside, you want to make that your activity for the year, take these tips, run with them, pun intended. (laughs) If you see us out running, give us a wave, give us a shout out. If you're listening to us while you are running, also shout us out. I'm, I'm glad that you said that. Cause I was going to say, if you see us running, maybe call the cops because someone's chasing us <laughs> or, or you're chasing me. Ooh. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the beauty brains and barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.